and welcome to the Pole Performance Podcast, where we bridge the gap between pole dancing, exercise and sports science, with a little bit of injury rehab thrown in as well. My name is Dr. Emily Rausch. I'm a certified chiropractic sports physician who specializes in helping pole dancers learn how to not fuck up their bodies pole dancing and unfuck them when they do. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Pole Performance Podcast. It is me, Dr. Emily. I have both Samson and Crypto in the room with me, and they are having a day. That's the nicest way that I can say uh, what I can say about the shenanigans that they are pulling um, on me today. So if you hear jingling or like random sounds in the background, sorry, trying to navigate just like life and work with two dogs is an adventure. Okay, two housekeeping things before we get into today's topic, which is going to be about like building habits and goal setting because we are in January. Number one is I have set a goal to work with 100 one-on-one clients this year. So if you are struggling with an injury or an aches or pain or just some sort of limitation that is affecting your ability to pole dance, I want to work with you. I will leave the link to the application to work with me in the show notes. So if you're even like remotely interested in working with me in 2024, let's chat. The second housekeeping item is that my birthday is in 11 days from today when I'm recording it. My birthday is January 22nd. If you are new to like the podcast or to just me as a human, I fucking love my birthday. It is an event. I say it's my favorite holiday and I don't mean that like facetiously at all. I will list my birthday as my favorite holiday and then Halloween is a close second. The reason that I'm bringing it up, every year on my birthday, I do a like birthday special, a birthday sale. Typically, I only do it for my like actual birthday day. But last year, a lot of people didn't see my post saying that stuff was going to be on on sale until after my birthday ended. So I'm expanding it for a whole week this time. So from January 22nd to January 26th, all of my webinars and then select digital downloads will be 35% off because I am turning 35 on January 22nd. So I hope you will take advantage of the discount and that can be your birthday present to me. Like buy one of my webinars and I will be so incredibly grateful. You will learn a lot. I am going through all of them right now to make sure that the information that is on them is still like up to date and accurate. So like I spent um, this morning revamping the shoulder one. So there's going to be some like new information in the shoulder one and the rest of them will be updated um, if needed as well. So if you've purchased it in the past, it will be like a brand new, um, brand new webinar as well. So yeah, excited for that. And then now let's get into today's topic. Okay, so where today's inspiration came from was a check-in with a pole performance program client earlier in the week. The pole performance program is my one-on-one rehab coaching program, in case you didn't know. The person that I was talking to does not have a consistent schedule. They work in healthcare and one week looks different than the next week. And in my previous life, when I was married, I... my 
um, ex-husband worked out of town for three weeks and then would be home for three weeks. So me trying to be consistent with a training schedule, which was the same thing with my um, client, like trying to be consistent when your schedule does not look the same, like week to week to week can be just really hard to navigate. And I know that like the two of us, when we were having the conversation, we're not the only two people who like don't have a consistent schedule. So how how do you stay gains? How do you get gains? How do you stay consistent when like every week is different or like every three weeks is like completely different? Here is how I handled it. So first thing we know, building a habit is like time reps like consistency right so if you aren't able to be consistent with doing a task it's going to be hard for that feedback loop to be established well in your brain and if you're like consistently having to like start and stop something right it's hard to see progress with it so what I did with with my schedule and what I recommended for my client is to come up with what an A week looks like and what a B week looks like. Knowing that they're not going to be the same, but we're going to make just even like 1% progress like every single day towards achieving our goals. I don't remember what the percentage ends up being over a year if your goal is to improve 1% um, a day. That's part of the Atomic Habits book. I'm gonna go look it up and I'll come right back. Hang on. Can you tell that I don't like pre-plan what I'm gonna say in my podcast? Thank you so much for waiting for me to come back. It was not a lot of time for you, but it was a chunk of time for me. So if you get 1% better every single day, you'll end up with 37.87% um, increase in whatever you're trying to get better by the end of a year versus if you get 1% worse every single day, you'll end up with a negative 0.03. So a pretty big gap, you know, between a negative and um, like 40%, in, roughly 40% increase um, throughout a year. Okay, so where am I going with this, right? I've already said that like being consistent is super important, but then schedule does not allow for consistency. So how are we reconciling these two kind of opposite things. What I found to be really helpful was knowing that I don't have to show up like necessarily 100% when I just like don't have the capacity to do so. Going back to my previous life, I had a really hard time being consistent with my training when my ex-husband was home. When he was gone, I was like, oh, I have all of this like free time. You know, I don't have like another partner. So I'm just able to really dwell into my training for the three weeks that he was gone. And then when he would come back, I would be like, oh, I want to prioritize our time together more than training. And unfortunately, it meant my training wasn't as like robust when he was home. And when I realized this, I had to do a lot of like boundary setting and work with my my own self, right? Because it was me being like, eh, like I can skip my like pole session today because like you want to go watch a movie or I can skip my lifting session because you like asked me to go get ice cream. I really had to like establish with within myself and within my like relationship dynamic that no, like my training time is important to me is something that I value. And so we need to like mitigate our schedules around um, like when I am going to train and then we can do the other things when I am done. 
that being said, there was still some times where it was challenging. And so what I had to default back to was the like tooth analogy that comes from a different habit book, which is called Tiny Habits. And that one is by, I think their last name is Bog. I'll link both of the books, the habit books that I really like in the show notes as well. And I posted about the the flossing the tooth analogy on Instagram where and it's to me it's like the the best analogy because a lot of times when we know that we're not going to be able to show up for something 100% or like as intensely as we like normally would the I feel like the human brain is like uh I can't give it my all so I'm just going to give it none <laughs> um and We don't necessarily have to give it your all. We just have to like give some effort on a like a regular and consistent basis. So the flossing the tooth analogy is someone wants to establish the habit of flossing their teeth. So to make a habit stick, you have to make the barrier to entry as low as like humanly possible. You really have to make it as easy as you can to do the thing that you want to be able to do. The brain does not like resistance. Our nervous system does not like change. It does not like having to like spend a lot of energy, especially when it's not something that we're like already doing. Once the habit is established, it's a lot easier for us to kind of um, like overcome that like activation energy. But when we're we're trying to change things, um, we need to make it, especially for a positive thing, we need to make it as easy as humanly possible for us to, to do the thing. And then the flip side, if it's something that you're trying to stop, like you need to make it like really fucking challenging for yourself to be able to do the habit that you want to to break. Okay, back to the tooth analogy. You're wanting to floss your teeth. There's a lot of teeth in the adult human head. You're, I don't know when you're flossing in this scenario. Like maybe it's first thing in the morning and you're like, oh shit, I'm going to be late for work if I have to floss my entire mouth. Maybe you're doing it at night and you're like, I just really want to go to bed. The idea of like having my gums bleed and like deal with all of that right before I go to sleep, meh, I'm just going to skip it and we'll, we'll start again tomorrow, right? Like we'll have the motivation to do it tomorrow and then tomorrow comes and the cycle repeats. So to break this cycle, you have to reestablish what is considered a win. And with the tooth flossing analogy, flossing one tooth can be considered a win because you you did the thing, right? Like you wanted to start the habit of flossing your teeth and you flossed a tooth, that is a win. And every time I share this analogy, I have to also share that I think if I were to floss one singular tooth, it would bother me. Like just the sensation in my mouth of knowing that I only put the floss in between like, well, technically two teeth, right? But and not the rest of them would just irk my brain. But if I go into it being like, okay, really, all I have to do is floss this one tooth. And then if I don't want to do anymore, I don't have the energy to do anymore. I'm still going to consider it a win. That barrier to entry is like super, super low. Chances are, you're like me where like if you floss like a tooth you're going to end up flossing like several and so you'll end up exceeding what is considered a win probably more often than not but you have to be very clear in your brain that all you had to do to be successful is to floss one tooth and you can walk away like give yourself a high five if that's all all you did you do more great but one tooth is a win 
Okay, so we're not talking about flossing our teeth as our goal, right? It's like being consistent with our training, but we want to take that same analogy and apply it like similarly to the flossing the tooth. So what would the lowest barrier of entry be for you to have a win when it comes to being consistent with your training? It can be um, going to the gym and walking in the door and then walking right back out. That can be a win for you. I like to say go into the gym and pick up a weight and do one rep of one exercise and reestablish if you want to continue doing more or if you just literally walk in and do one bicep curl and then walk out. Once again, chances are that once you're in the gym, like you've like overcome that like barrier and you have picked up a weight, you're going to be like, eh, you know, I can do, I can do two or I can do one each arm or some sort of something more that circles us back to we're trying to improve 1% like day over day, which is what I recommended to my client and is what I had to do when I was really trying to establish like more strict boundaries around my me prioritizing my training when my partner was like ex-partner was um, home because it's important, right? Like training is important. Um, Investing in yourself is important. Spending time working on the things that you want to work on is important. And it's also really easy to not prioritize yourself and then become frustrated with either your lack of progress or I, I mean, I've seen a lot of people get frustrated because they're like, I want to be consistent, but I'm just like having a really hard time being consistent. And like, no matter what happens, I feel like my day gets away from me and I promise myself I'm going to show up tomorrow and then tomorrow comes and something else happens. And the next thing you know, like a fucking month has gone by and I haven't made any progress towards my goal. Therefore, I am feeling all sorts of feelings, um, for me personally, I was like, I feel like I'm failing because I like I want to do this, but I just am like not doing it. So the things that were really helpful to me, and I actually wrote them down on um, a board, like a I had a whiteboard in my previous office, and I probably should do it um, the office that I have here, where it's like one percent. Really, all you're trying to do is one percent or one singular tooth. Like you don't have to be like 100% successful. You don't have to do your full workout that you had planned for yourself, um, you know, like every single day. But what you do have to do is show up, check that box, build that routine, tell your brain that we do still value this feedback loop. This is important to us. We're gonna, we're gonna show up and we're gonna do it. And at least for my brain, which like I have a tendency to get overwhelmed, like fairly easily. Um, I'm pretty sure I have ADHD. So like executive um, function can sometimes be a little bit of a struggle for me. And I just found it like really a lot easier to not become overwhelmed when I was like, I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to do all of the everything that I have planned. I just have to like show up for myself 1% and I'm still successful. I think that's the other like important part is you cannot allow yourself to feel like you're like oh I only gave 20% effort today or I you know I didn't do everything that I like initially planned to do no if you're going to shame yourself this is not going to result in a strong habit being 
formed. You have to be okay with whatever you established as a win being. So some of the ones that I have for my current training are, I want to lift two days a week. I want to be on my Peloton three days a week, and I want to pull at home two days a week and take one class. Yes, I have um, a lot of things on my like current training goal thing. What is a win for me is being like literally clipping into my Peloton and pedaling the pedals. Um, just like a pedal and I'm like, cool, I rode my Peloton for today. Chances are, and like more often than not, I end up doing my planned ride to some capacity. Um, COVID, not gonna lie, has greatly diminished my lung capacity. So my plan to be on the Peloton for 20 minutes yesterday turned into not even 10 minutes because I was coughing so much, but I showed up. I did more than my one pedal. I was overly successful. For my pole training, um, I have a home pole and I don't live close to a studio anymore. It's actually like, it turns out that for me to go to classes with where my current house is ends up being a like four hour if not five hour excursion so I've only been able to go to one class a week um, because I can't spend five hours a day driving like into Seattle to take classes to drive all the way um, back to where I'm living um so that happens one time a week and that's like pre-planned because it is like half of my day we're, we're booked ahead for, for those classes. But for my home pole training, what is considered a win is me walking to where my pole is and doing a body wave. That is the like bare minimum like success that I have established for myself. I have to touch my pole and I have to do a body wave. And if that's all I feel like doing for the day, great. We like checked, once again, checked the box. We can move on. More often than not, once I get out there and I have my music going and, you know, like it's a little vibe, it's my alone time, I love dancing, I end up doing something. It may not be like as robust as, you know, a class would have been, um, but it is definitely better than like doing nothing and just like sitting on um, TikTok Zoom, doom scrolling. So if you're going to take the concepts that we are talking about in this podcast, the 1% improvement every day, the flossing a singular tooth, you have to be like very clear with yourself. What does that look like for whatever you're trying to do? One of the examples that was given, um, because I made an Instagram post about this as well, was they wanted to work on their split flexibility. And so they would set a timer for one minute and they would work on their split flexibility for one minute. And when the timer went off, they would give themselves permission to stop. And then if they still wanted to continue, they would continue for however long they had either time for or energy for. And kind of zooming out, I found just working on habits and working on like self-improvement or, you know, changes in my life like applying these concepts to be a lot less overwhelming. And so feel free to apply them to other areas of your life where you know that you want to establish like better habits. Like I feel like they apply really well to pole training, but I mean, I've used them with like some business stuff, with some like relationship stuff. Like it, all it takes is 
1% of effort on a daily basis for things to really truly get better like time over time and that just like compounds so if you're able to 1% improve every single day for like three years, five years, 10 years, like the growth potential in whatever areas you're applying this to are like so, so high. And it's really like, what is 1% effort? Like it's so little. I know, I know you can do it. Okay, friends, that is all I have for today. Thank you so much for sticking through this episode, and I hope you find it valuable. Also, I feel the need to, to some degree, apologize for how the last podcast episode went. Um, turns out recording things while you have COVID, not a good plan, but... I was trying to build the habit the habit of posting um, a podcast every single Friday. And so we did it. We did it. And it was not that great, but we we one percented that podcast episode. So if you are um, if you were laughing at me, just know that I was laughing at myself as well, because it was really entertaining to just get that recorded and out into the to universe. If there are any questions that come up about today's episode, or if you have a topic that you would like to hear me chat about, always, always, always looking for ideas for both Instagram posts and for podcast episodes, including guests. There's If there's someone you would like me to interview, let me know and I will try to make that happen. Um, okay, I'll catch you in the next one. Uh, bye!